This morning I woke up with a numb and tingly dominant hand, my left hand. And um, for me, that's the canary in the coal mine. For those of you who don't know the story of the canary in the coal mine, coal miners used to bring a canary in a cage with them. And the idea was as long as the canary was singing, they were safe. But if the canary stopped singing, it might mean that it was had succumbed to gases um, emanating from the mine and that it would succumb before the miners would succumb. And that therefore it was their early warning system that conditions were becoming unsafe. And I think it's important for us to consider what the canaries in the coal mine are for each of us and what they might be for different scenarios and what we should do when we notice them. Because one of the worst things you can do is notice it and then not actually change what you're doing. So for me, I know that part of it is that I have gone a bunch of days without taking my supplements, which my supplements currently are fish oil, turmeric, vitamin D and vitamin K2 to help uh, with the assimilation of the vitamin D, and sometimes magnesium. Of those, I think the one that is by far the most important is the fish oil in terms of helping my body uh, have the right level of omega-3 fatty acids to keep inflammation to a minimum. I think of the turmeric as more actively fighting inflammation than simply setting the groundwork for it. And while I take the same amount of fish oil each day in theory, um, the turmeric I will have more or less based on whether I think it's needed. I'll take less than the recommended dose if I think that I don't need it. But for the last hmm, week now, I haven't been taking them because I didn't bring them on vacation. And then I failed to pick up the habit again when I got home. And I think that's part of the issue. The other part of the issue is that I've just had a handful of really strong days in terms of what I asked my hands to do. Probably exacerbated by the fact that it's been so hot that my body has been functioning differently in the heat than it would if it was cold. And I think it's important that we recognize that our bodies are not simply our bodies. Our bodies are shaped by the immediate conditions of the day in your environment. And in my case, I know that inflammation is easier to have it be a, a, to set in and have it be a thing on days that are hot than on days that are crisp and cool. Because I'm not getting that uh, sort of overall reduction in inflammation that happens when it's cool weather.
Now, for something physical like this, I know what I need to do. I'm going to take my supplements when I get home. And I'm taking today easy, in part because I'm going to be working right through the weekend with a photo shoot that I'm doing for a book where I have to carve 15 things this weekend. Which is not a crazy load, it's five things a day. That's well within my capabilities. But it does mean that if I don't take a day off now and a day off early next week, then I will be pushing my body too hard by the end of next week. So I need to be able to anticipate not just where I'm at now, but also what the results of my sort of next actions are going to be. And so today, I'm taking the day off, and, and I mean, taking the day off means essentially that I'm going to spend the time preparing for this photo shoot in other ways, getting the spaces ready, getting my tools nice and sharp, but I'm not going to try and squeeze in more paying work today. Sometimes the canary in the coal mine for us is, is mental. It's a mental feeling of ennui or just kind of feeling sick of things. I, th I think of when I find myself not interested in taking photographs of things and not interested in sharing things. That's, that's a sign that things are out of balance. And it's not that I need a long-term change to what I'm doing. I actually think it's important to make your decisions about how you live your life from a place of sort of a, a conscious decision of what your values are and what your goals are and figure out a plan that seems to work. And when you change that plan, I think it's important that it come from a place of logic. But then I think we use the emotions that our bodies feel about doing the thing as a way to recognize how we might need to tweak that plan. and usually recognize how we might need to tweak it in a way. So, well, so here's an example. If I was feeling um, unexcited about sharing things on social media, to my mind, it does not call into question whether or not Man, is it buggy. It doesn't call into question the overall strategy of what I'm trying to do by sharing things on social media. But it does call into question the tactics of how I'm doing it. And maybe something feels false, or maybe something feels 
um, like not how I actually want to be expressing myself, you know when you are not as excited about doing something, your body tells you by being not excited about it or about life. And when things are in alignment, when the things that you are sharing are in alignment with your values and your judgment of what is going to move you forward towards your goals, you get excited about it. So sometimes it's a misalignment with your values. Sometimes it's being burned out on pushing too hard and not having enough time for the other parts of your life. And this is very personal and simply can't be extrapolated in any broad way because each of us has different life and different circumstances and for each of us is going to change as we get older and go through life. Some of us might be in a phase where pushing extremely hard is exactly the right thing and doesn't feel like work at all and we don't have other mm, commitments pulling at our time. And then all of a sudden you have those commitments and you want to foster them and then something's got to give. And it seems to me that burnout is not a sign that you've been doing it wrong in the long term and that philosophically you need to do it differently because how you were doing it was wrong. Burnout is a sign that right now in the moment you need to change some things up. And I think, sorry, it's hard to concentrate with this many mosquitoes landing on me. I think that we often mistake burnout for a sign that we were wrong all along about how we were doing things. But I don't think that that's necessarily accurate. I think burnout is a canary in the coal mine that circumstances have changed and we need to change something about them in order to recalibrate our balance. Now it's possible to ride that burnout for a long time. And sometimes you have to because circumstances dictate it. But the longer you ride it, the more drastic the change is going to feel when you do eventually course correct. So the sooner you can notice it, pay attention to it, and do something about it, the smaller the changes need to be. In the same way that the sooner I can notice something 
not feeling right with my body. You know, I have a slightly sore back today. So I got down on the floor and did some stretching and rolling around. And it feels much better. And if I were to ignore that and just go, 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 well, the longer I ignore it, the more the issue compounds. And so then all of a sudden, instead of the canary in the coal mine suffering, it's me that's suffering, the whole of me. Because these small things can turn into big things that wrap themselves right through our entire lives and mess everything up, right? If I let some problem with my hand get to the point where I can't do the work I need to do, all of a sudden it has ripple effects through our finances, through how I need to spend my time in terms of regaining my health, through my sense of identity. And so you can see how little things become big things when they cross some threshold. And the trick is to catch them before they reach that threshold. Thanks for listening, everyone. Talk tomorrow.